four, three, two, one. No, you don't see the one. Uh, five, four, three, two. Hey, everyone. Justice is never advanced in the taking of a human life. Coretta Scott King. All right. Well, have you ever taken a human life? No. <laughs> Not that I would admit on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you had to think about it. I was like, wait, hold up. Did you just ask <laughs> me that? Like, <laughs> Hey, why not? Oh, so, okay. Well, I haven't either. Although I've thought about it a lot. Like, I've pictured myself killing many people. <laughs> I don't even know if I should. I mean, I guess it's fine because I never acted on it. Have you ever pictured yourself killing someone? No. Oh. Because now I'm like, now that I've said it out loud, I'm like, is that a normal thing to envision murder? I don't know. All right. I, I guess I not. Think... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, I think it's normal in a way. <laughs> Okay. It's it's like I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I guess it's sort of a fantasy, maybe. Sweet, sweet fantasy. Oh my gosh, I can't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've had dreams about killing people, but it's always a bad dream. Like I wait, like I feel I'm really scared in the dream, and then when I wake up, I'm really, really scared. And then it takes you know just a few seconds to remember, like oh whoa. That was just the dream. So it feels terrible when I dream it. Not when I fantasize about it. But definitely in a dream. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Lauren? We're talking about the death penalty and whether we're <laughs> in favor of it or not. Okay. So what do you think? I think that I'm not in favor of the government sanctioning murder of fully realized and developed human beings i'm i'm in favor of like street justice though <laughs> and let karma <laughs> take care of them <laughs> yeah i'm like you know i don't want to say vigilanteism but something along those lines but it has to be legit like it can't be that loser kid that went to the protests a couple of weeks ago and murdered people and shot people not not where you go out of your way to go seek out someone who's not doing something to you and shooting them or killing them but yeah. you know if something this is terrible <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty bad <laughs> look, I, look there are some people that just need oh no okay I've got to stop talking about this subject <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me make this very clear. I 
I'm not a killer. I've never killed. I don't plan to. <laughs> and I don't want to. You know, I killed a few plants in my life. but It's funny you mentioned that. I just looked at some flowers I got the other day. And I was like, oh, I forgot I had them. <laughs> no, I they're have dead. to water them. No, they're dead. <laughs> they're, no, they're hanging on. Okay. <laughs> not for long. <laughs> but, Okay. Yeah, but I just feel like there are some people who will torture you and ruin your life. And when it comes down to that, if it's like a me or you, like one of us has to go issue. (sighs) Let's just say I'm not going to do it, but I don't really judge people who do it. Hmm. Like, did you see the movie Enough with Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Okay. That um, I totally agree with. I mean, that was self-defense, really. Technically, but she kind of set it up. For right, he's stupid him. though. Yes, yeah, and see, the, the, see, now you're on my page <laughs> because he was going to torture her for the rest of her life. Right. If you haven't seen the movie, it's not a spoiler alert because the movie's like Super 18 old. years old. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So if you plan on watching it, just tune out for 30 seconds. But yeah, Jennifer Lopez's ex is you know just horrible, abusive. She tries to get away and change her life, but he's I think, like, kind of wealthy and high-powered, so he keeps tracking her down and making her life a living hell. So she basically sets up a bit of a trap (laughs) to get him alone in his house, and she takes Krav Maga and uh, kills him, but kills him in a way where it's legally self-defense. And I'm in favor of that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As far as the government choosing to like kill somebody, I don't, I don't know that I'm really with that. And there are some pretty terrible people. Yes. Right. Who would just like kill or just, just terrible people. But I still don't think I believe in killing them. I feel like that's giving them an out. Yeah. Yeah. Because they that's don't get thing. to suffer. I mean, I guess they do sit in jail for a while before they actually get the death penalty. I think in the United States, it's something like 29 states that allow the death penalty. Um, it may be more. I'm not sure. Um, no, it's it. I don't. I don't think it's more. I was trying to get the exact number, but you know, I was doing yeah, other things. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's around. It's like around about like some something like 29 states. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And then it's for all kinds of crime, though. Like, mostly murder or capital crimes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that includes, like, um, treason. <laughs> I mean, I, whenever I mm-hmm. say the word treason, I think of, like, colonial times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, like, who the hell commits treason right now? So, because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, what is treason really right now? Like, what would be treason right now? Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know what, maybe some of those Al-Qaeda people, like, you know, the Americans that run off and join it. Right, right. And then, um, so it's treason, genocide, espionage, things like that, that also could also be considered, I guess, capital crimes where you could get the death penalty for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, considering um, the death penalty, I mean... COVID actually killed more people, but then, mm-hmm. then, then, um, 
then executions or, you know, I, I don't know. They break it down into like um, electrocution, lethal injection, and gas chamber. Okay. Um, and firing squad. <laughs> but nice. this does go back to like, um, oh, and two hangings. <laughs> Aww, I'm just fun. like, it goes back to like 1977. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could see some of those um, firing squad and hanging still kind of applying, I think. I don't know. It felt like 1977 was a little more modern. But anyway. Um, Let's see, for a span of, I don't do math. So from 1977 to 2009, it was about, I would say, um, if I round it, it's about 1,200 people who were killed by the death penalty. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking even with that trend, if you took another decade, mm-hmm. right, I, I, even if it doubled, it's mm-hmm. still less than people who died from COVID. So, Yeah. But so you're saying it's okay? No, I'm not saying it's okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, saying, I'm just saying, um, it's not that many people that are executed. Okay. In comparison to like, you know, um, you know, COVID and things like 9/11. How many people died on 9/11? Just that one day. Um, I mean, they always just kind of say the number three thousand. Um, yeah. That's kind of like the rounded number. Plus, there's still people that are passing away from like the respiratory issues. Right. So, right. So then, if you count those, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So it's while it's popular and active in more than half of the states in the United States. I mean, it doesn't seem that it happens that often. Yeah, it doesn't. But they, I mean, a lot of these criminals or. alleged criminals convicted criminals they do have a lot of appeals that they use up so you know people are sentenced to death and then they appeal it sometimes for a couple of decades yeah until they run out true and that's the thing is it's really a tough subject only because it's like what do you do with these people who are a danger to society because you still have to if you don't agree with the death penalty, right? You still have to maintain these people. So they'll still be in a jail. They'll still be using resources and things like that. I don't know. I think, I'm, yeah. you know, what? Well, part of me is on the fence about this, man. <laughs> because sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, like the people responsible for 9-11, if, since, we, since I brought it up, right? Should mm-hmm. they, if caught, right? Should they have gotten the death penalty? I mean, they Mm. almost kind of deserve it, but at the same time, it's like, who are you to judge? Yeah, I, I, I feel comfortable judging. (laughs) You know, I, I don't know. I just have a thing about the death penalty. I just feel like my, my main concern is when it's used improperly and when they, when people have been killed and then we find out after the fact that they didn't do it. You know, there are so many people that were killed over the years that DNA evidence cleared them, you know, or could have cleared them. So I don't like that part. I don't like the fact that there's room for error. Now, in a case where we know for a fact that you did something such as, let's say these hijackers, 
death is too easy for them because remember these people we you know believed they were yeah they the- were intending to kill themselves right for the cause yeah right. yeah and i was watching one of those um documentaries on 9-11 where they were talking about the hijacker uh the one whose picture they used the most i forget his name but he brought his suitcase with you know all his clothing all the plans everything was written out and i'm so dumb i'm like why did he bring it with him and luckily <laughs> the guy in the documentary knew that there would be idiots like me out there because he explained that he took it with him on the plane to destroy all the evidence. Mm. The problem is they got to the plane late, and so their bag never made it onto the plane. So they were able to get all that information. Unless you believe in conspiracy theories, and then all that's made up. But (laughs) assuming that it's true, yeah, it was always their intention to die. And then not only that, they were dying with honor. You know, this was a great thing they were doing, and they were going to get virgins once they die. So why would I want to help you get to your virgins any faster? Mm-mm. I believe in torture. <laughs> I think that's what we need to do. Torture people? Yeah, I know it's wrong, but I'm a fan. Like water, <laughs> like waterboarding? All of that. All of that. You want Gitmo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down with Gitmo. Now, I'm not saying that I agree with everyone who was in Gitmo being tortured, but I'm talking about people where there's no doubt. You know, when there's video evidence, when there's right, yeah, when there's just no doubt that, the, like the person that killed John Lennon, uh, the news just broke maybe about an hour or so ago. He was denied parole for the eleventh time. He's admitted to killing him. Uh, this was forty years ago, and he said he did it for infamy. You know, he he did it for himself. And looking back on it, it was very stupid. He regrets it. And he said, I should have been put to death a long time ago. And he's fine with never being released from prison. Like he 1000% admits it and knows he was wrong. That's someone that would be a great candidate for torture. (laughs) True. Maybe. I think so. But the thing is, is like, (laughs) at the same time, it's like, who are you to deliver or decide what someone's punishment is? Like, it's just so, and the fact that I'm an indecisive person doesn't help me in this subject matter. But I think one of the biggest problems is that, you know, the justice system itself, we don't, like, ascertain anything beyond the shadow of a doubt like we're supposed to. Right? There's so many holes a lot of times in evidence and things like that. And people get convicted anyway. So mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's like, okay, if I maybe if we know a hundred percent. But I did watch. I did. Damn, I forgot the name of that documentary. But I did watch a documentary of a guy who faked like he was a killer. Mm-hmm. And like, but the thing is, is that. They even, like, interviewed him and all of that stuff. And he was giving details of crime scenes, but he didn't actually do them. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's all these weird situations like that, that. That it's just like, who knows? The guy's just crazy. Yeah. Look, he deserves torture, too. Like, that's your problem. You know, you should have kept your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Now, look. 
So that's his fault. Like, I don't know. I don't care. And you, you, he should get extra time. For <laughs> he should get extra for making shit up and taking all yes. the energy of law enforcement and all the resources to, like, try exactly. to figure out what who the killer is. And you're just Thank leading you. them astray. <laughs> yes, because you spent all this time and now the real killers out there either living, you know, a great life or they might strike again. So, yeah, you deserve extra time for doing that. So, and then when we find the real killer, y'all could work side by side, compare notes, you know? Yeah. You could, you know, uh, no, no, I, I don't, yeah. I know that it's not ethical and, you know, it's not supposed to be right, but I just feel like there are people who do really bad things and then they go sit in a cell and I'm sure it's miserable, you know, to an extent, but once you've done it for a while, that just becomes all, you know, there are some people who go in when they're in their early 20s and they're 50 or 60 now. So you've spent yeah. more of your life in prison than you have out of it. Yeah. So even though it's nowhere near an ideal life, you, um, you know, you get used to it and you build a life around what you know. So I don't think prisons, though, the worst thing that you could experience now for drug people. Like, you know, for drug dealers and stuff like that, I don't feel that they should be tortured. I'm I'm more so talking about, killers. you know, yeah, like killers and stuff like that. Because I do feel bad for people that, you know, got caught up with drugs or like the, the whole three strike thing. And now they're stuck for life. And I really don't like that. I don't agree with that. And I don't think that's an appropriate punishment. But yeah, killers. Um, killers I, I'm, killers should die. Right? Yeah. Well, torture, torture. <laughs> torture. <laughs> I think death is too easy. That's true. Yeah, I think I I think I'm agreeing with you more on <laughs> just that. It's just that, you know, just that one moral standing where it's like who are you to decide? But a decision does need to be made. And I think in in the case where I don't agree with torture though. I feel like jail is torture. Do I agree that, you know, at at some point they're apathetic and they do get used to being in jail? It's still nothing compared to being out in real life. So, you know, I get it, what you mean, like your point. But I think, I think at, it's hard for me to explain it. I think, you know, if it's a decision between killing someone and them rotting in jail, I would choose rotting in jail. Only because I just don't feel like the death penalty is something that we should be even doing at all. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that you're more along the lines of a rational thinking person in that respect. <laughs> You know? I mean, I mean, ugh, and it's so sad, like wrongfully, like executed people. Yeah, that's uh. what that's what I don't like. Yeah, and then you don't want to have wrongfully tortured people, but you know, I look at it like, <laughs> well, at least you're alive. <laughs> you're, you're probably good. If even if they put you back in society, you're probably so fucked up that you're not, you're gonna kill <laughs> yeah, you're someone. Not Right. So it's like, oh, yeah, I looked up a list of people who were wrongfully. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. And then, like I said, that's where I was like, OK, I'm talking about like bona fide, like I said, video evidence 
9-11 hijackers, like the ones that you know without a doubt committed crimes, torture, the ones that you're basing it on like witness testimony, but the witnesses, you know, a little shaky, you know, or, you know, then I'm like, okay, maybe we can just put, keep those people in jail for life like they do now. Um, but yeah, putting the death, I just am not a big fan of for it. And it's not just the fact that people are wrongfully convicted, but statistically, as with everything, black people get the short end of the stick right. because we get sentenced to death way more than white people. And if a black person is convicted of committing a crime against a white person, they are more likely to be sentenced to death than if they did or, you know, committed the crime against another black person, you know, so it just right. reinforces white supremacy as well, which, you know, I just don't agree with because at this point, I mean, we know how many, well, we don't know the number, but we know that many black people have been murdered at the hands of white people. And how often do you see them get put to death? I mean, you know, whether right. present time or in the past, all those people that were lynched, you know, in the South and, uh, you know, the, the church bombing, the anniversary just passed with that. I mean, I know some of them did get locked up. Um, but, you know, a lot of people got away with things for years and years. Yeah. And lied. You know, like the that white lady that lied about Emmett Till, you know, got that yeah. boy killed. And then she admits that she made up the whole story. And she, you know, I think she's still alive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, got to live out her days. Yeah. How after, do you, how, you know. the thing is, like, she didn't, like, kill him. But she did. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. And how yeah. there's how she's just walking around. Yeah, well, she might be laid up because she's kind of old. But yeah, if she's <laughs> still alive. But um, you know, people who argue for the death penalty um, say that it, you know, preserves the law and order, and like, you know, it keeps people from doing crimes, and um, and it at the end of the day, it costs less than imprisoning somebody for who knows how long they're going to live. Right. And then, you know, so the other part of it is like, it's kind of like an eye for an eye type of thing where, you know, it, it helps console any grieving families. If that person like killed somebody and things like that. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, there's also like that's the number one end game to where you know this person is go- is not going to have any opportunities to cause any um, future deaths or tragedy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the argument for people who are for the death penalty. But there's so many holes in that because it, I don't think that it really deters crime. I think if, if somebody's sick you know, and they're, like, psycho or have, like, mental health issues and they kill somebody or, like, turn into a serial killer, that shit was never going to deter them. They didn't care about the yeah. penalty. <laughs> you know, like, they don't they don't care about the end game part. You know, yep. like, their, their minds are screwed up. So they're going to carry out whatever's in their head anyway. You know, so that's mm-hmm. not going to deter crime. You know, um... And those who are opposed to it, of course, that's the argument, right? Where where it's not going to deter crime, and and the biggest part is what you just mentioned is like you know the social injustice portion where you know a disproportionate amount of black people um, also you know 
to add to that, you know, also can't afford the attorneys that could maybe get them out of it, right? So, you know, oftentimes it, it does kind of target the black community almost. And, yeah. um, you know, like a, a, a lifetime sentence is is kind of more severe, really, when it comes to like the act of being punished. You are kind of giving them an out when you just end their life. You know, they, they don't really have any reflection or like, I don't know, how do you say that? Repent or I don't even know. They don't get to reflect on on what whatever they did. They just yeah. They know they're gonna die, and that's it. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, I mean, it's death, but you know, what's the alternative? They they weren't gonna get out of prison anyway. So you're kind of just let putting them out of their misery. You know, not everybody fears death or has an issue with it. And like I said, some people even look forward to it because they think they did the right thing. So I think that it, I just, I've always been against it more for the issue of, you know, the possibility that you could be wrong. And that's always been another nightmare that I've had a lot in my life, like being falsely accused of something. That's just one of the worst things I can imagine. Like, you know, I, I can't imagine how horrible that must be. And then, you know, these prosecutors make deals where they get witnesses to say that they saw you and you did it. And these people do it, you know, and yeah. now here you are going to die because someone was protecting themselves, you know? Yeah. It's really disturbing, but, um, you know, the, the country's attitudes, meaning United States <laughs> has started to shift people are less in favor of it than they have been over the years. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at a shift in culture, but what annoys me is these conservative, you know, cause conservatives tend to support right. the death penalty, of course, more than any other group. And that's the other thing I've always hated. They're so full of crap like this whole, you know, because right now we have a Supreme court vacancy and these people are saying that, well, I want a pro-life judge. So they'll overlook everything else about a nominee as long as they're pro-life, which that's the phrase they use, pro-life or, as I like to call it, anti-choice, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing is, how are you pro-life when it comes to a fetus, an embryo, a zygote, but you're not pro-life <laughs> when it comes to, <laughs> right, when it comes to a human being? An entirely fully grown human being. Right. And, and it all goes back to them not wanting to admit that they could be wrong and that this person might not have committed a crime. And, oh, you know, what? I can't even go down that road because, I mean, look at someone like Trayvon Martin didn't mm -hmm. even commit a crime. But because George Zimmerman claimed no video evidence, nothing because he claimed that uh, what he, you know, I guess got aggressive with him even though we know for a fact that George Zimmerman followed him, you had all kinds of people, you know, conservatives saying that he did the right thing by killing this kid. So yeah, like you're pro-life until the person is what, uh, over the age of 12 and black, basically. Right. Exactly. And, um, there's a, a, I'm looking at some statistics and you were right. Like, um, I always, is it Kamala Harris? Yeah, yeah, come on. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Kamala Harris said that black and Latino defendants are far more likely to be executed than their white counterparts. Poor defendants without a team of lawyers are far more likely to enter death row than those with strong representation. Your race or your bank account shouldn't determine your sentence. And then she does go on to say that um, it's also a waste of taxpayer money. According to um, California legislative analysts, um, they estimate that the, California would save $150 million a year if it replaced the death penalty with a sentence of life without parole. That's money that could go into like schools, healthcare, and um, you know other kinds of programs to help people. Um, mm-hmm. So that I think that's a great point where you know. Um, it, it, you, it's kind of a win-win if you if you stop, you know, using the death penalty, you save money, and not that you know somebody with life life without parole is cheaper, you know, depending on how long they live, you know, um, but yeah. according to this, statistically, it is. Um, so, so why not go that route? First of all. We let's not even talk about the prison system, like just the fact that just getting in there, right? <laughs> Everything mm. is broken um, when it comes to the justice system. So if people are worried about overcrowded jails and things like that, you know, it's great that like nowadays they stopped this sort of war on drugs that put a whole bunch of people in jail. Um you know, and there's so many people serving like maybe, you know, 10 to 15 years for like having marijuana, mm-hmm. you know, so things like that. So if, if they reform the way that the laws are putting people in jail and stop all these stupid petty ones, you know, um, that are that are also target targeted towards blacks and Latinos, by the way, um, then maybe we can move towards getting rid of the death penalty if we could fix that part. Hmm. Because the, the, the overcrowding of jails is a problem, right? But it's because of, there's a whole lot of people who, I'm not saying they don't deserve to be in jail, but they also, they also don't deserve these like long sentences that are just like overkill. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I think that that she makes a good point against the death penalty because you know it's just a matter of like people think people think it isn't pulling resources or it doesn't cost anything, but it does. Because oh, yeah. you're because you're right because they appeal and appeal and appeal and appeal. So not only are you housing them in jail for X amount of years, however long these appeals take, then you're gonna go and kill them. So actually, they cost more. Yeah, no, they do. Um, in Texas, it costs $2.3 million on average for each death penalty case. But you could house a prisoner for 40 years for that same amount of money. Yeah, see? Uh, I mean, they want to they wanna fix the economy? Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you know, like, wow, that's a whole bunch of taxpayer money that you're going to free up. Yeah. Because you no longer you- have the death penalty. Yeah, and, and that shows you how sick these people are, especially conservatives, because if there's anything 
you know, that they love. It's definitely money. You know, those greedy bastards. Right. So and, that's what, But, you know, the thing is, is that they love money except when it comes to their own personal interest. Right. So, like, when... It, when it does target blacks and Latinos, they think it's okay to allot the money for that. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that well, that's because they love their racism more than their money in that case. Right, right. So it trumps their their racism and how if they feel, you know, um, about us socially, mm-hmm. it's it, it, yeah, it's gonna trump that. So it's just like no pun intended with the whole Trump mm, thing, but um, pun taken. intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, right. It's just everything's broken. That's that's my conclusion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it it's like it it needs to start. You know, I I think it really just needs to start from law reform, really, like. What's putting these people in jail? I mean, all of a automatic. If you kill somebody, you should be in jail. Then you figure out if it was an accident or not. <laughs> you know, like you you get what I mean. Like your the 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 severity of the crime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, like you you mentioned enough. If it's self defense mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that, okay. Like, but let's start with murder. And all of those, those people should be taken up the jails. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then somebody who maybe is like part of a drug cartel, like a major drug cartel mm-hmm. or something like that, like those people, then those people should be in jail. Right. And mm-hmm. then, you know, like some of the petty people who do like, you know, who get caught with drugs and things like that. Yeah. You can go to jail for a time, but you know, like, like I said, these sentences are ridiculous. For a lot of these yeah crimes. yeah they are and especially the people that are there for marijuana i know a lot of states started um letting prisoners go because again you have all these black people you know black and latino people in jail for marijuana offenses yet who's making all the money off of marijuana right now exactly you know yeah. These people are opening up these dispensaries and, mm-hmm. you know, growing it. And, and now it's cool and fun. And, oh, you, let's let's all smoke some weed and ha, ha, making millions of dollars. Right. And n- none of the, well, a very, very, um, like almost non-existent percentage of the people making that money are black and brown. Yeah. Know? And this also, and, trans. oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. To... Go ahead. So, and it also translates to, you know, people's right to actually re-enter to society and matter, right? Because the the thing is, is like, okay, so they let them off for this drug charge because now um, weed is, is being legalized in most states or, or it's on its way to being legalized, right? So now your crime is no longer a crime. Right. So they're mm-hmm. retroactively looking at that and releasing people from prison. But what happens to their voting status? Right. So, yeah. So, Jersey give it back to them. Yeah. So. So. So, yeah, it, it depends on, you know, it depends on what happened. And, you know, so it's like that's why people were really getting put in jail in the first place. Right. So what happened was like you know, federally, if you had a, if you had a felony, you, before you couldn't ever vote again. 
Mm-hmm. So that would help, you know, a lot of politicians. Um, yeah. As far as voting is concerned. So it's just, oh, yeah, our government is a mess. Yeah. To put it, well, look, to put it simple. <laughs> the country is still very young and, you know, it was founded in a messed up way. <laughs> so we're just still trying to play catch up. The only thing is, like, 50% of the country is not trying to catch up to anything. <laughs> They're trying to keep things They're the way to keep they the were. the status just, quo, yeah. Yeah, in a more palatable way. You know, they try right. to do little things so that they don't look, like, you know, what their intentions aren't obvious, but we know what they're up to, or right. at least some of us do. Some of the plot of all does. of this is very genius, you know, because, like, yeah. it, it's just it's these roundabout ways to, you know, get people to not have their rights yeah. And, and, and things like that. And things that, you know, someone who is an inherently good, right, has nothing to do with intelligence, but can't fathom, right? So, so you fall into this trap, you know, of, of, of getting caught in the justice system and, mm-hmm. and you never really even thought about it. Right. You never, you know, you, you get, if before, if you got caught with like, you know, an eighth of weed or something like that, you could get like almost 10 years, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, come on, Mm -hmm. what what the fuck? (laughs) Like for an eighth of weed, please, please. Right. So there was people in jail for those, that amount of time for weed like that it's just ridiculous it's just and it's it's all i feel like not to be a conspiracy theory but just the disenfranchisement of the black community and when i say the black community i mean everybody who's not white Mm -hmm. because you know i when i say the black community like you know they don't discriminate they don't discriminate against um you know different kinds of brown Right. It's it's mm-hmm. we're all if you're Indian, you're you're black to them. Right. We're all labeled minorities for a reason. Yeah. So I just think that oh, it, it's all a ploy to just keep us, you know, out of out of the loop, out of everything. It just to destroy us, really. Yeah, of course. And, you know, unfortunately, some of us. <sighs> fall into the trap. I mean, some of it is, you know, just ridiculous, but some of it, you know, we've got to start paying attention and being smarter about how we move. Right. So it was, um, and it's the same thing. And that's what makes me upset about, first of all, you have all those convicted felons who can't vote. Then you have all of these people in the black community who don't vote. And it upsets me only because you know, you have, to me, if I don't like Trump, and I've said that multiple times on this podcast, but to me, if you don't vote, then you voted for Trump, right? Because mm-hmm. you didn't exercise your right. So there's people who get that right taken away from them, and you have the right, and you're not using it. So it was something like, I think Trump won... He won Pennsylvania by 44,000 votes. There were 238,000 black people who didn't vote. So you can put that into perspective and had those people voted, not saying that they would have voted against Trump, 
but that could be a major reason why he won. So I, I, I mean, I it, it stands to question like, okay, have we been so mentally beaten down by the way the government treat it, treats us that we don't even believe in the rights that we actually do have? I mean, the, the, well, I mean, are we talking about like the 2016 election specifically? Yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's just a matter of like, honestly, if we're playing like a game, then they're winning. <laughs> right. And it's like, what are we doing to combat that? What are we doing to to make sure that things change? And the only thing we can do is control what we can control. And, and that's our ability to vote. Yeah. I mean, I think ugh, sometimes I wonder how much social media plays a part in all that. Right. Because as good as it is for, you know, spreading certain messages, it also gives platforms to idiots. And sometimes I really wonder what the purpose of all of this is. Obviously, it's uh, an information farm. You know, we're just willingly giving up a lot of our, well, information to them. But also, I think it's a good way for people to discourage people from doing what they should do. And I think if you look at the campaigns, even even with this presidential election coming up, you know, there's all these people that just have to make it so deep. And I at this point, I don't care. You know, you've seen what four years of Trump is like. So if you choose to either vote for him or not vote at all, then, you know, you just deserve whatever you get. Right. True. I mean, then that is the other thing where, you know, like people who are not educated or who are ignorant to the electoral college. Right. So, you know, like your vote doesn't go directly. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. It goes to your state and then, you know, you end up being, you know, after all, we're all counted, then as a state, we're we're counted. So it's like hard to explain it. I'm just trying to do it in like layman's terms, but it still matters. And I think people are just I think a lot of it is that people think that they can't make make a difference at all. That it won't matter, and I can't say no. I've 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 ever um, felt like that. The first uh, Obama election, I did not vote, and mm -hmm. Obama won, but I did vote in the second one when he mm -hmm. when in his for his second term. So mm -hmm. at that time, I didn't vote because I didn't think it mattered. Mm -hmm. But my my views on that have changed, just considering that what could happen you know asking the what if if you actually use the the political power you have yeah um, and then not only that but you know the question of well what if everyone thought like me you know like new jersey goes you know it's a blue state mm -hmm. um you know it's a given of who's going to win here during presidential elections, not necessarily governor, which is interesting, but, um, or gubernatorial, but the presidential election, it's pretty much a given, but it's like, you can't take that for granted either. You know, you just don't know because if everyone starts feeling comfortable and stays home, then it could go the other way there. I mean, there's a huge Trump, uh, base here in New Jersey. The, the main thing that saves us are these towns like, you know, Patterson, Newark, Jersey city, 
um, you know, you have some other areas, but I mean, really these towns where you have hundreds of thousands of people, you know, that's part of what helps to push us over the edge. And but, is, is today uh, the last day to register to vote? No, right? I don't think it's not the last, but this is like this the is official like the... Yeah, okay. voter day. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they call it. Yeah, like it's the just big like push. Yeah, the big push because you know, the deadline I think um I think online is, is less than a month from now. Yeah, it's October thirteenth, which is um also the day that Mercury goes retrograde, right? I think. I maybe the fifteenth, but I'm sure it's it's around there, definitely. Um, so yeah, S- election day for the president presidential election is November third, and um if you haven't uh registered to vote, you should do so immediately. Yeah, you know, I mean. I I guess I don't even I I give up because I just feel like at this point like I said if I I, I mean yes you should <laughs> I, personally I vote because I was always raised that way like my mother right. always from the time we were like little kids we would go to Patterson Catholic after work it would be always be dark because you know it was like usually mm-hmm. like winter it's fall. always fall winter yeah <laughs> yep and we'd all crowd in that booth with her and she would vote and then you know. It, it was just a given. Like, that's just what you do. It's yeah. your responsibility. My mom it's would bring voice. me with her, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of the only things that you can do un- until you truly get power. And right. Unless you know, you're running for office somewhere, that's this is all you got. Yeah. And, um, you know, people specifically, like, you know, black people. I mean, you know, when you think about it, it's like my great, let's see, great, great grandparents. I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Definitely great, great, great weren't voting, you know, and it's like not that long ago because my great grandfather told me stories about his grandmother. That's my great, 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 you know, so like <laughs> I knew someone that knew her. So yeah. And she couldn't vote. That's a big yeah. deal. Like this no, is not that's far removed. Right. That and women's right to vote. Just so not like we had two strikes. Right. Where we, we were not only minorities, but we're also women. So, like, just the fact that at one point you weren't afforded the opportunity to do so, you should exercise the right that you have now. And and it's just, do we, do we know 100% that what we do makes a difference? We don't. But we know that if you don't vote, it's definitely not going to make a difference. So, yeah. well, yeah. in this... It's- particular time oh it's definitely gonna make a difference right because i mean we see you see what we're getting and i mean forget about politics it's not even about conservative liberal republic it's not even that it's human decency you know right. for for a president to openly state that they didn't really care about something because it mainly affected blue states like what like you're the president of every single state it doesn't matter if they voted for you or not that's disgusting. Like, that's something that a six-year-old, you know, like, yeah. well, you're my friend, but you're not my friend. Like, no. Right, right. It's like, so okay, you, let, you could it, die because yeah, you're a Democrat. <laughs> yeah, you can die. And the funny thing is, again, here in New Jersey, I have seen tons of Trump signs. Like, you know, mm-hmm. depending on what towns you travel uh, the, through. Depending on the, the county. I don't know. Well, no, actually, true because there's yeah, it's pretty divided per county. But yeah, I mean, I know I see a lot in Sussex County, 
Exactly. Now, I mean, up, up there is a given, but Passaic County is a funny county. You know, yeah. you have your urban areas, you have your semi. And you have your urban, upper middle class areas. Look, yeah, I used to live in a town. Mm-hmm. This person literally had the side of their house. Um, They had like a custom made uh, Trump banner. And I mean, it covered the side of their entire house. Oh, my God. So, yeah. And then they had sign. Like, I took a picture of it. It's in my old phone. Though. Maybe it's on. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But they um, also got, I would say, around 40 lawn signs. And they, they were actually remodeling their home. It was just trashy. Um, a very nice neighborhood, but it just looked a mess. But they literally plastered their lawn, covered the side of their house. You know? Uh, so, yeah. And that's the funny thing. Like, so you're willing to let even some of your people die just to make someone like me suffer. Right. Like, come on. It's just it's crazy. disgusting. It's crazy. But the point I was trying to make before is... With social media and Twitter and, you know, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, all this information that we have, there are a lot of people that have a voice that we wouldn't have heard before. And these are the people saying, oh, well, Joe Biden said racist things, you know, 20, 30, 50 years ago. And then they try to compare him to Trump. And it's like, I understand. I hear exactly what you're saying. And then, you know, Kamala, oh, well, she put all these black people in jail, which is like, eh. You know, you can't control every single case, you know, that happens in California. Um, And, you know, whatever. You could say that she did that. But so we're going to let these things where it's like you're not perfect people. We're going to overlook that and let someone who is tremendously horrible get the vote. But that's what they're doing. They're encouraging people to be, oh, well, it's not going to make a difference anyway because they're not going to do this. And this isn't going to happen. Yeah, you're never going to get a hundred. You know what? Let's see. Let's see. Okay, see so what? let's see if they, they're not going to be able to do anything. And the only way yeah, we're going to see exactly. that is if they get elected. So yeah. it, that, that's they what I'm saying. So that, that's, my, that's my argument. You know, so it, of course, will I, will I be able to prove that Joe Biden is going to be a better president? No. But I do know what we have now. And I do know that he's just literally unacceptable. Yeah, as a human. As a human being. You know? Not even as a president. No. Just no, as a human as a being. Person. Unacceptable. So on that note, <laughs> tell us how you feel about the death penalty, about your right to vote, about all of that stuff on Twitter at Prob Paradigm. And Facebook and Instagram at Proverbial Paradigm. Talk to you next week. Bye.